show us your tips. Progress Racing, Daggy and Beaver with you for Oaks Day. The Melbourne Cup's in the books for another year. Beaver, how do you fare on Tuesday? Uh, probably a reasonably tough day at the office, I would have thought. Daggy, a uh, couple of results didn't quite go go my way and uh, meant for a, a slightly tougher day than I would have liked. But um, all in all, a good day's racing and um, well done to Gold Trip for winning the Melbourne Cup, one that I couldn't really find, but you did. Um, but it was an outstanding run. Probably probably represented how, how weak a cup it was, to be honest. Um, as I said on, the, on our show, that's uh, a horse that's won one race, uh, carrying 57 and a half, not many horses, you know, very elegant at one ten group ones and didn't carry that weight. Um, and we had a horse uh, going over the distance first time, win one race, carrying 57 and a half, win the cup. Uh, big feat. Yeah, yeah, I'm less less worried about weight these days. But um, it... Well, one thing it did show was Caulfield Cup form once again stacked up. It was probably the best run in the Caulfield Cup. Everyone wanted to get home, get on their flashing home, Montefilia. Um, but Gold Trip was the best run second behind Durston, and uh, it proved to be the case. What price does White Marlin start next year's Cup? Well, it was an outstanding win. Um, probably could have been super hard to beat in this year's Cup if it started. Yeah, uh, to be brutally honest. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was probably the highlight of the day. I think I think they might think they have another Fiorento there. So we look forward to seeing how that pans out. Just got to mention uh, good response to the cup shows and um, just to Nathan who asked if I did put on my first four, which I which I tipped there, which had the numbers covered. Uh, I did, except uh, smart ass me went in a few different combinations, and the one combination I didn't have was Gold Trip first and Emissary second. Uh, had 100% of all the other combos, which lent to many hours of uh, self-reflection afterwards. Uh, but anyway, we um, we found Renoso. You did tip, you did tip Renoso. I did tip one so at 50. I'm so, you that. Uh, Hail the great man. And, uh, yeah, so hard to finish behind when you found the winner of the Cup at 20s and one at 50s through the afternoon. Uh, and Barney chimed in as well. He tipped Fender and a few others uh, throughout the afternoon, so pulled his weight. But we've got to crack on to Oaks Day, where it is a soft five. Uh, the rail moves to the five-metre mark, I believe. Yep. Uh, and a little bit of drizzle around today before we get some dry stuff for the weekend. I suggest you don't want to be drawn inside by the end of today. I think you want to be coming down well and truly down the middle of the track. It was predominantly outside barriers the other day. So, obviously, we watch and see uh, throughout the afternoon, but I think... We're going to be we're looking for swoopers and wide gates. Here we kick I think off. That's the case, mate. I think that is the case, particularly what we saw late in the day. Yeah, we kick off with the seventeen hundred benchmark seventy for the three and four year old girls. How are you going to start the day here, Beaver? Yeah, interesting race to start the day here. Um, I'm going to go with Matron Bullwinkle. Um, I didn't mind the first up run. Uh, only finished sixth. But I thought it uh, got cluttered up and then couldn't get out at a key moment, but still hit the line quite well. Um, I thought that was a good run for this. I think it can be improved. Got Jay Mack aboard and got the best um, trainer, um, although it does have the fave as well. But I just went uh, Matron Bullwinkle at $5. I went the other, I went the stable mate, Arctica. I thought that was quite a nice run. Last uh, the win last time out, um, and then resumed before that in a nice uh, form race that has stacked up quite well. Uh, and comes here the winner, the winner it beat home one well yesterday as well. So 
plenty of form around it. It might be a talented horse, slightly raced. Uh, as he, as he is from Bullwick with the line well, does get J-Mac first up. And uh, one at a price, Shandon Burge, who uh, again resumed okay, straight out to a distance for the Busted and Young team. And might give you a bit of value for exotics there. Uh, one, seven, and four for me. The second is the Ottawa Stakes for the two-year-old fillies, a group three up the straight, uh, where I went looking... I had to look through all these trials, and um, I know it was two short-course trials here, but I've got Spicy Margs on top, I thought. Uh, showed a nice turn of foot there uh, a couple of times, and gets the rails here, which, at least for the two-year-olds, might, will be in their favour. From Emperor's a Wonder, who comes down after a nice trial in Sydney, J-Mac on... Uh, widest gate, and so could end up on the outside fence, in fact. And Hell Queen, the one at a price, who is just had no luck on debut in that small field, but might have a bit more to offer and some race experience. Any thoughts here? And you're on mute, I think. Sorry, mate. I went for Empress of Wonder here. I thought it was a decent enough trial. Got Jay Mack aboard, and I thought, uh, given it probably come down the outside fence, that might just be a benefit. So I had it on top, and I thought the maybe the knockout chance was the twelve dollar um, abstruse from the coming stable. Yep. Uh, could, thought he could run well as well. Yeah. Cool. Uh, race three is the English bracelet for the restricted race for the girls. Uh, what is it? $250,000 race over the mile. Who do you like here? Yeah, I'm going for the favourite routes. Um, it's kept for this race here. Uh, probably should have won last start. I think gate eight sets up perfectly here. And I, I think this is um, a very winnable race here. Um, clear on top for me, routes. Yeah, should have won last time. Uh, flying this prep, J-Mac goes on and yeah, he's at perfect gate by this time of the day, drawn uh, out there, well by this time of the carnival I should say drawn out there, very hard to beat uh, lot, not a lot of dangers, Sir Lemur has been safe for this from the weekend inside gate possibly disgusting, but they might be all off the fence by then and just had no luck in better stuff than this the last two starts, uh, but pretty keen Chris Wall has got the key to this the listed uh, Desirable Stakes is up next for the for the three-year-old fillies. 1,400 metres, big field as I just check the scratchings. Uh, Emergencies come out, who are all probably a decent chance, actually. Who do you like? Yeah, tricky race here, tricky race. Um, I thought the pattern of racing might be a little bit of a key here. I thought Petray has been really good um, this prep um, and, and stepped up and won well last start. It's probably going to lead, and so I'm just... That's my one slight concern there. So I thought it was hard to beat, but the, the two I'll probably look at is Vienna Princess. I thought it could run really well. I, I love the way that it hit the line last start at, um, in a listed race at Ramwick. Um, yeah, really, really come home well, and I thought that set up good here while I'm taking it to Melbourne now with the Sydney form. And I thought Mumbai Jewel um, was good last start at Caulfield in a Group 3 behind English Riviera and then was also good prior to that in a group two. Um, so I've been racing in group and listed company. Um, so I think it can run well as well. Yeah, I think the energy princess is a chance. You covered her off quite well. I've got Hellhound on top. I think both runs, I think 1,400 metres now is perfect. Third up, 
uh, has just been getting warmed up late in both runs to date. That was admittedly behind Mumbai Jewel, but uh, yeah, chance here has noticed it's been back this morning. Petray's now gone away, had a big kill, and gets control of this race uh, for Jamie Carr. Going to be hard to run down, and yeah, as you mentioned, Vienna Princess, I think that is a real live chance here as well. Uh, just looking through the rest of the market, and I think that covers off my thoughts there. Race five is the Circuit Trophy, 1800 metre benchmark 90, where I think there's two two hopes. Alcyone on top comes down from Sydney, gets J Mac. Don't need to add much more usually when we mention that, but that um that Ellsberg race is I think much stronger than this, uh, and just gets drawn to have a lovely run here. Main danger is the mark is just St. Bathans, who's flying. Every run here has been good. And, well, the form was a little bit unlucky out of it, but I think that night that win at Caulfield was good. Distance suits. Um, two clear chances for me. One for Exotics, if you really want one, is Shibley. Yeah, I'm the same as you, mate. I thought there was two clear chances here as well. Um, the ones that you've identified. I had St. Bathans on top, okay, uh, uh, I thought its run last start was outstanding, sat just off the pace nicely and kept fighting to the line and was holding Kate to, Kate to Joey, which I think's got a little bit of ability. So I think um, the step up in distance here will suit and has the right four lines to run well in this from Alcione and um, my one that uh, if you're chucking into the exotics is number nine to court. Race six is the Mum Century Stakes, a listed race up the 1,000 metre straight. Thoughts on this one? Yeah, I thought Joyful Fortune uh, could turn around its last start uh, failure. That wasn't a wait for eight, the wait for age race. Um, Everest, uh, where Giga, as we know, Giga Kick won. I think this um, is, a, is a huge drop in class. I think the straight track will suit it. Um, after coming back uh, from a win where it beat decent rain pretty comfortably at Flemington, um, I think everything points in the favour of it to run well here. Yeah, agree on top for me for every everything you've just said there. Uh, back to the where it's had the kill first up, uh, coming off an Everest, going to be very hard to beat from Kalos, who chased Asfura last time. I think that's good form, and right part of the track again. Jamie Carr might have a good day. Uh, yeah, pretty keen near the two chances actually. Zoo style's been honest, but um, I'm going to stick and say the other two marches have a little bit more class on them. The Country Cup final, benchmark 80 over the mile. <laughs> um, tricky stuff, tricky stuff doing this race. Uh, a couple I'll spec here at a price. Uh, Vazmi did have everything going in its favour when it came along the fence last time, but is now drawn out. Nice win, and lightly raced horse who's got some form around some decent decent horses at midweek level last prep, and it's 16 bucks. so happy to spec it here. And um, similar for Atomic Gold, who's flying... It's been doing pretty much in second gear in the bush and you know, comes to a high-level bush race, so has to run well as well. I like the price on both of them. Uh, obviously, a few other chances there, Beaver. What do you make of this? Yeah, look, plenty of chances here. Um, it's a good race. Uh, interesting race. I've gone for number nine, Prowling. Um, just love the way it's been savaging the line in the last couple of starts. It beat Air Clash and obfuscation mm -hmm. um, in its last couple of runs. I think it's found the key now, this preparation, and I think it's drawn well, and I think this is a, a really big live chance here at 
around the $10 mark. I thought the two main dangers were Bookman. I think it can run well. I've some really nice wins recently. And Air Clash, who Prowling beat last start, I think it can run well as well. I think the former in that race is good. Yeah, cool. The feature on the card is the Group 1 Kennedy Mar- Queen Kennedy Oaks for three-odd fillies over the 2,500 metres. Are you with her again? She's extreme. I'm not. Um, $2.30, I think, is a little bit skinny for, for a horse that hasn't won yet this preparation. It's had the four starts. I know it's all been in Group 1 company and it's, it's around placings in the last two. But this, again... Um, is a huge step up in distance and it's got the inside gate. So I just think 230 in a 2,500 metre race, Oaks, they're traps, um, these types of things. We've seen it year after year. Um, so I'm just not quite sure um, with She's Extreme. So I've gone looking elsewhere. I've come up with number five, Foxy Cleopatra. Um, I just think uh, built, it's built very nicely into this race. Um, I thought last start was an outstanding run, um, hit the line well. I think that would have topped it off nicely for this. Uh, again, around the double-figure odds, I think it's going to be super hard to beat. And I thought um, a horse like number eight, Queen Air, um, I think it's probably, you know, a horse that could run well again. It's been finishing off nicely. Uh, looks like it's been set for this. It's a maiden, but we've seen these types of horses pop up before in these races, and um, it's well fancied in the market. So they think it's got a good chance. Mm-hmm. I'm with the I'm with the wakeful form. Uh, I'm with the two, the two that Cornell did uh, on the quick backup here. Zenzella, lightly raced, right stable, right jockey, and uh, nice enough win the other day. But Pavitra's a live chance. He was coming back on Senzella through the line. And I think out to 2,500 metre, it's the big striding leader. We've seen leaders win this race a few times where they can bust the field. Uh, well, obviously, Lesquetti Spirit, Pino, uh, can roll along and really take a lot of these out of their comfort zone. And it feels like the right horse to, to at least give you a really nice side up front. And on the quick back, I think they're both going to run well. Have to be scared if she's extreme given both the... Well, the two horses that ran first and second in Derby came out of that race. Uh, but do not like the inside gate, do not like the price, and it doesn't feel like the sort of oaks where the best horse can win, like a, uh, where Moshin and those sort of horses have in the past. But um, I don't think she's quite, you know, I don't think she has lengths on this field, put it that way. No, for that price you'd want want to think that it's got lengths on it even if it hasn't. Exactly. So, um, yeah, going with the, the, the stayers backing up more than anything. I mean, and obviously that brings Foxy into Foxy Cleopatra and Ekash into contention. Oh, look, I think, I think outside of the bottom four in the market, I think the other seven are all genuine chances. Absolutely. Um, and outside of the, the favourite, which is probably too skinny, I reckon you could be happy backing any of the other six, including as time goes by at 15. Yeah. But you can uh, you can give us your quarter numbers in a minute there. We're wrapping up the with the Red Rose Stakes, which apparently is eight dollars a field this morning. Uh, have you got a bet for us here? Well, my horse has been scratched, which um, I'm disappointed because I yeah. wanted to see Greece um, running again. And uh, she on Saturday or something? Might be, might be. Um, so yes, that's uh, that's slightly disappointing here. Look. Found this a little bit tricky with it coming out. I've gone for number four, Bound for Home. Uh, third up here. One first up, which was really nicely at Caulfield. 
finishing off quite nicely, and then Mooney Valley uh, just didn't have a have a lot of luck. I don't think the short the, the short straight suited it there. But if you go back last prep, this horse ran second behind Yanti um, up the straight here at Flemington, so it does have some experience up the straight. Thought that might uh, benefit it. Um, just not sure drawn on the inside part of the track here, but. Um, yeah, that's for me. And the knockout chance is number 11. She dances. Um, it won well first up and then um, slightly disappointed behind Thrombo and then spelled and brought back here outside May Flasher. Yeah, good race. I've I've got English Riviera on top. Now, it's, now she's had the breakthrough. Uh, right draw, right jockey. Uh, and you're going to, well, apparently going to get about eight or nine bucks again for a talented horse. Uh, who's finally probably got a pace right, but maybe just found the right jockey as well uh, with those Blake Shin hands. Really wanted to find Troach, but hate Kate one. So we'll watch how the track plays, but uh, I'm not expecting it to be a bit out of play by this time of the day. Uh, but yeah, I can talk about the plenty of other chances. Even a, a horse like Entremont I'm going to put into my uh, my quaddy. What have you got for your quaddy though, Beaver, down in Melbourne? Yeah, uh, first leg, which is race six. Um, I'm going number one, Kalos. Number two, Hal Vorsen. Number four, Athelric. And number five, Joyful Fortune. In the second leg, I'm going in no particular order. One, Maximus Prime. Number two, Razmi. Number five, Walkman. Number nine, Prowling. Number 12, Air Clash. And number 14, Torrigine. In the third leg, I'm going number two, Zenzella. Number four, Pavitra. Number five, Foxy Cleopatra. Number eight, Queen Air. Leaving out the favourite. Yep, okay. Just to make sure... Uh, Get a bit of skinny set up, yeah. Uh, in the last race, I'm going number one, Paris Dior. Number four, bound for home. Number two, English Riviera. Number 12, Bay 13. And number 13, La Denouse Rouge. La Denouse Rouge. Close enough. Uh, for progretracing.com.au, check out... We've got number 13. Yeah. 13. Check out their... Um, uh, what's going on there? Plenty of news and uh, obviously our show up twice a week. Uh, your best in value? My best. Jeez, you caught me on a hop here. Is race three, number eight, Roots. And my value is race eight, number five, Foxy Cleopatra. Beautiful. I'm going to make race... Let's go race one, number one, Arctic. I think she's going to run well. Uh, to start the day off, and my value, race seven at number two, Vasmi, around 16 bucks. Looks pretty good to me. We've got a support card at Hawkesbury. Uh, this may well be the le- least good, we'll say, um, ladies' day card I've ever seen at Hawkesbury. This is um, yep. 1,100-metre uh, races and five maidens and whatever else going on, but... We'll whip through and see if we can find a winner or two. Kick off on the good four well, track. When I thought about going out today and I saw the field, I went, fields, I went, Ugh. Yeah, I, I agree. So yeah. the pub is calling. Uh, race one is one of the 1,100-metre maidens. 
with a bunch of first starters, and that's where I'm going to be looking to start the day. Uh, quite a few trialed okay, but uh, I'm going to play around Extensible, uh, who will be up on pace. Some nice trials for David Fife, who's going quite well, and his um, double figures. Silent Raindrops has trialed well as well, drawing the right part at, uh, at Hawkesbury, where I'd suggest you probably don't want to be too far from the pace. And, uh, and same with Gold Patton, Massive Price. I didn't think Charles that bad, and it's 50s. So uh, three first starters for me in the first beaver yourself. Uh, I went for Nibbadana. Um, I know the trials weren't over, overly flattering, but um, the Ryan stable can quite often do that. And I think they've been producing um, some, some knockout chances in these types of races. And uh, the fact that it's $4 in the market suggests to me that it's Got a little bit of ability, so I've got number three on top. The second is the second of the eleven hundred meter maidens. Uh, any thoughts on this one? Uh, no, really hard. Um, I stuck with the the blue colours, uh, Argentado uh, from the coming stable. Um, thought it was okay uh, when last in when at last uh, race at Kembla. Uh, sat up on the pace, just tired late, but was well spec in the market. Think would have taken some benefit of that and um, can probably speed across and get into a spot here. I'm going to spec a couple of first starters again, both of them. Sumo Star uh, has been okay for this, uh, trialed okay for this. Pike uh, should roll forward and after scratchings is still an each way price there. And Mount Warning, same, same. Stable flying, uh, Reagan Bayless should take him forward as well. I do think Winchat has trialed well. Uh, there were some nice trials coming back for again for the Fifer Yard, but and I predominantly play around the two first starters there as well. You wouldn't believe what we got next. It's an 1,100-metre maiden beaver. Have you got a winner here? Uh, don't know. Um, but I'll have a go. Uh, number nine, Selfless Act. Uh, first starter from the Kim War Stable. Trialed nicely at Gosford. Um, this is not a, a tough race. Uh, could jump, get the benefits of gate three and prove hard to catch. I agree. On top. Um yeah, just uh, listen to what he just said because he's right. So I'll, I'll be back it as well. Race four is a 2100 metres class four for the stayers. Where I thought uh, Travelling Kate looked pretty obvious to me here. Um, coming back from actual metro form, uh, being close up alongside uh, Miss Madison and Money from the Sky. That's proper Wednesday stuff. This is a, a bush race. Uh, and gets Dylan Gibbons, who might well be the best rider on the card. So I am... Um, I'm pretty keen to going to run well and been backed after the markets have opened. So all good signs for me. Uh, obviously back the man, back to um, track where it had the dominant win last time, but that was average Hawkesbury stuff. This will be a on-pace Metro horse whacking away over 2,100. What have you What have you made of this? Yeah, I thought the same as you. It'll get on pace and might just the step up in distance might just mean that it can just, as you say, keep whacking away and be too good for, for some of these. My my second pick was Rosie's Impact. Thought it could run well as well. I liked the way it hit the line um, at Gosford last start. Just had to make that sweeping run and just couldn't run the window down. It was it was not a bad run. Um, certainly a good knockout chance. Race five is a fifteen hundred meter maiden. Thoughts on this one? Yeah, I thought the favourite here, Oriental Tycoon from the Snowden Stable, looks the obvious choice. There's only two in the market here, and. Um, it's a small field. Uh, looks a clear on top pick for me. Uh, it was pretty good at its trial at Randwick and then come out and franked that with a nice run against Golden Age, uh, which has a little bit of ability. It's uh, 
his last starts uh, clear on top here. Same. Race six is a 1,500-metre benchmark 68. Uh, unfortunately, I've lost my top selection there, so it's left me with Rosovo on top. Um, okay, resumption. Comes back uh, to the at the track and distance behind what's probably a, a talented horse. Uh, comes here and is going to run okay from Starstruck Barbie, who I've been with the last few starts. Uh, I would like it to win one, but has been honest in front. <laughs> Every race, and the more I think about it, might get the right run here. And I think seven dollars fifty might be a good bet uh, under Tyler Schiller. Uh, yeah, backing that for sure. More I think of this. What are your thoughts, Beaver? I've gone for number five, Duke of Buckingham. Uh, third up here. Look, first up was it was only a finished ninth, and was that at Hawkesbury? It was only two lengths off. Um, the winner there over 1300 then went and trialed and finished second at a trial behind um, Mazu uh, which is a good trial and then came out at Kembla and again less than two lengths off the winner there carrying carrying 60 kilos and then went back to work farm and trialed and and won that quite comfortably so it's trialing well enough to run a good race in this and hasn't been far off past two starts I think, this, I think at the six to seven dollar mark I think um, nice bet Beautiful. Might be a good day for David Pfeiffer. Uh, Could be. Race 7 is 1,100 metres, 64, uh, where Rustbus was a very ugly watch in the midway last time. Just got barreled back and spat out the back of the field and never got a crack when I was travelling into the race, I thought. Uh, in town last time, comes back here, outside gates will be in clear air and... Zach Lloyd, who yeah, seems to be able to ride, is all ticks for me to have a little dabble at the each-way price from Attili, who first up for the new stable, has done nothing wrong, will have the track pattern most likely in its favour, uh, and is going to be the one they have to get past. But uh, again, I think it's a nice play here at each-way on number two. Yeah, I've gone to Tilly uh, just on the basis that um, I thought the trial was good and then prior to that um, had some really good winning form, uh, drawn wide enough that it can come across and has won here, won its maiden here um, in quite comfortable fashion. So I thought uh, this was a good race for it to resume in and presents hardest to beat. The feature is the Lady Day, Ladies' Day Cup, a listed race over the mile and well, not much doing here, is there? Oh, man, it's awful. Who's going to win, though? Well, I think um, I, I tipped Kerwin's lane last start and thought it would run really well, and I thought it did run okay, and Cisco Bay won that race and came out uh, Tuesday and ran a really another bottler of a race, um, almost won that. So that's pretty good form for this. And then first up was in the Group 2 race. Um, so that uh, probably is the reason that it is $2.50. This is only... A small field, what is, how many is in it? Eight runners. Um, and some of the ones in the bottom just can't get out of their own way at the moment. So this is probably only two. Lord Armour was going well and before it struggled in some of its most recent races, comes back to this company now um, after running by Ellsberg last start. It can obviously run well, but I think Kerwin's Lane looks about the best bet. Okay. I, I Well, there's two hopes. Uh, I was flipping. I just think Lord Ardmore's the best horse. Uh, inside gate and Chris Waller, I think, wins this race every year. So I assume he sent one here just to do that from Kerwin's Lane. Two hopes. I don't know how I really <laughs> make much more out of the race, to be honest. Um, this used to be a good race for many years. But yeah. anyway, it is what we've got today.
Race nine, a benchmark 64 wraps us up. We're just looking now. I'm going to wrap up with uh, the top two in the market. Uh, Jemison Hart, nice resumption, right stable. Jay Collett uh, will run well. And Kamagui, fresh up, right stable, right jockey, will run well. <laughs> I don't know if... Um, I don't know how you really analyse any of these races, to be honest. Um, two and three for me. Anything more to add? Yeah, look, I probably thought the same as you with Jamison Hart, uh, right stable, right jockey, uh, ran well first up, um, probably expect some improvement off out of it, so I guess it can run well and drawn well. I thought the other chance was Sahahi resuming from the Hawks stable. Um, yeah. I went looking at the trolls you know, weren't the best. I did have a look at it. but Trials weren't the best, but last prep it ran be fifth in a race, won by Chief Altony, which is not bad form for this. Chief Altony would easily win this race. Um, so I thought it could run well again in a in a field that's been hammered by scratching. So uh, that was my second choice. Uh, fair enough. Is there any point doing a Hawkesbury Cordy? Does anyone care? No, no one cares. All right, you've got a best in value. Good luck to the Hawkesbury yeah, Race right. Club, though. We, we've decided we won't be yes. there, so... Um, Race 8, number 1, Kerwin's Lane is my um, on-top best bet. And my value is Race 6, number 5, Duke of Buckingham. And I make Race 4, number 1, Travelling Kate, my best. uh, Best horse in race. And my value, I'm going to flip it around from what I said earlier. I'm going to make it Race 6, number 9, Starstruck Barbie. Uh, Right track for it today. Ending up north. Yeah, I, I had a quick look at Ipswich, and not a card that excited me much either there, um, but I did come up with two for the for the punters. Race six, number one, Steinbrenner. I think it can run really well and be hard to beat. And then in the last race, race eight, number one, Hold On Honey. I think it'll be hard to beat. Lovely. Good luck, punters. Uh, subscribe to Progit Racing's mailing list to get our Saturday shows in your inbox every week for free, might I add. And we'll be back tomorrow to do said Saturday show where it's a cracking day. Animo steps out again. Nature Strip steps out again. Uh, all happening in Melbourne. So look forward to talking about all of that. Um, take care and we'll talk soon. <laughs>